This podcast is produced by Yizzy Research, whose mission is to do research and help others do the same. Visit us at yizzyresearch.com. While you're there, sign up for the mailing list to stay updated. Although I currently work in industry as a UX researcher, I began my research career in college as a research assistant to a variety of professors. I helped a marketing professor analyze advertisements. I helped a sociology grad student and communications professor conduct in-depth interviews, focus groups, field research, and literature reviews to understand sexual culture on college campuses. I also helped a cognitive psychology professor by conducting literature reviews and data analysis. This foundation in academic research provided a strong basis for me to become a researcher in industry. Keep listening to hear about the differences, similarities, and benefits of academic research and industry research, and how to pivot into industry research with an academic research background. Welcome to the Yizzy Research Podcast, the podcast for aspiring researchers, current researchers, and research enthusiasts. I'm your host, Imani, also known as Izzy, and I am the founder, CEO, and principal researcher of Yizzy Research, a boutique research agency providing UX research services, career coaching, and of course, this podcast. If you attended college, at least here in the United States, the most, if not all of your professors were likely conducting research. I understand academic research as research conducted by professors, graduate students, and undergraduate students within the confines of colleges and universities. This research is not intended for commercial purposes. Academic research, sometimes referred to as scholarly research, is defined by phdassistance.com as systematic investigation into a problem or situation where the intention is to identify facts and or opinions that will assist in solving the problem or dealing with the situation, end quote. Sheridan College's library website reads, academic research requires a thorough investigation into the body of literature that has been published and sometimes even unpublished about a given topic, end quote. I have a quick exercise for you. Pause this episode and Google academic research and then Google scholarly research. In these searches, you'll find that there isn't a lot of information from colleges and universities, the producers of academic research, explicitly defining either of these terms and what they entail, especially from the perspective of someone currently in college who may be interested in conducting research. Considering that academic research is a viable pipeline into industry research, especially for young professionals, this lack of knowledge about academic research isn't great. Even when you're in the college bubble, it's not totally clear what academic research is. As an undergrad, I attended the University of Virginia, also known as UVA, whose Carnegie classification is R1, meaning UVA is a doctoral university with very high research activity. During my first few years at UVA, I remember professors and upperclassmen constantly talking about research and how it was good to get involved in it. And it was good to get involved. My first research assistantship role was with the marketing professor. I conducted content analyses on several advertisements. This professor offered me this role because I actually expressed an interest in advertising to her during her office hours. This professor ran the undergraduate advertising program at UVA 
and I wanted to gain access to that program later on as an upperclassman. Doing research for her was a nice segue. By the time I was an upperclassman, I lost interest in advertising as a career, but the research interest remained. From this point, through the end of my college career, I would continue conducting research as a research assistant. In my undergraduate research career, I learned a lot about academic research, and in hindsight, I can appreciate how it helped me become an industry researcher today. I am not implying that academic research does not have a purpose. However, academic research seems to exist within the confines of college. No one that is not actively in or a part of a college community seems to care about academic research. Academic research seems to be conducted for larger and more general, general purposes than industry research. While being an academic researcher, I got the impression that academic research was simply adding to existing knowledge about a topic. There wasn't any sense of immediacy to conducting, analyzing, or publishing academic research. It was a very, very slow process, often hampered by the politics of academia, perpetually overwhelmed professors, fluctuating grant money and institutional aid, and the infamous IRB, which stands for Institutional Review Board. Research universities should have an IRB. The IRB is a group of people that are responsible for reviewing all non-medical behavioral human research studies, which are considered medically non-invasive for compliance with federally mandated research guidelines. Basically, the IRB reviews research studies that happen under the purview of the university so that the university does not get sued. I've never had to interact with UVA's IRB directly because I believe that interaction is reserved for principal investigators only. However, I do remember, remember being a research assistant for a sociology grad student and communications professor's research project on sexual culture on college campuses. Because I was conducting research with college students, I remember having to sign documentation affirming that I would maintain the anonymity of respondents. Once the research study was completed, I had to delete all my notes and files from the project in accordance with the IRB mandate. There is not an ethics board or committee that oversees industry research, at least not UX research or market research that I am aware of. This is liberating because it allows us to produce research relatively quickly, but it's bad because there isn't much oversight to protect research participants. Another characteristic of academic research is that if you are an undergrad student, you have to work under the tutelage of a professor or maybe even grad students. This makes sense though because as an undergrad, you don't have the same experience as a professor or PhD student, but it can be stifling because you won't really have ownership over the research methods, analysis, or distribution of the research findings. However, you have support around you to help develop your research skills, and you likely won't have to worry about being a team of one. In academic research studies, there are principal investigators, graduate students, and undergraduate research assistants. Industry researchers don't always have this type of support. And I can't forget to mention how long it takes academic research to get peer-reviewed and published. There's an emphasis on published materials in general within academic research. Professors are always publishing something. As an undergraduate researcher, I remember conducting many literature reviews to understand what research questions were already answered. Academic research placed an emphasis on secondary research more so than industry research does. These are some more things industry researchers such as UX researchers and market researchers don't really have to worry about. We established what academic research is, but what is industry research? 
Industry research is research that happens outside of the confines of college. UX research, market research, consumer research, and product research are examples of industry research. Industry research yields data that is intended to provide knowledge that can be used to modify a company's product, edit a product roadmap, understand consumer sentiment, or to determine the viability of a new product or service. Industry research helps a business make better informed decisions, which ultimately lead to them making more money. Enabling a business to make more money is ultimately the goal of industry research. Industry research isn't knowledge for the sake of knowledge, as academic research oftentimes is. As someone who has successfully transitioned from academic research as an undergraduate researcher to being a market researcher and now a UX researcher, there are several characteristics I'd noticed that differentiate industry research from academic research. Most notably is the immediacy of the application of industry research findings. As an academic researcher, I noticed there were sometimes years between when research was completed and when the findings were actually published. Once the academic research was published, it was unclear what actions anyone took as a result of the findings. As a UX researcher, my findings help inform the UI of a product or help prioritize product features relatively quickly, usually within a few days of my research being completed. Speaking of my research, industry research affords young professionals the opportunity to run their own research projects. In order to run your own usability test, survey, user interview, or card sort, you don't necessarily need to have to do this under the supervision of a senior researcher. This gives industry researchers a significant chance to learn by self-teaching, which has its pros and cons. When I was an associate UX researcher at a library, I conducted research with no oversight as no one had ever done UX before at that library. The bright side is that I developed incredible confidence in my research capabilities because I had to, and I became proficient in different methods by virtue of making so many mistakes and learning from them pretty quickly. I also watched a lot of YouTube videos and read a lot of articles to help learn how to actually do UX research. The downside was that I made more mistakes than I probably would have had I had an experienced researcher to learn from. In industry research, your capacity to experiment and learn is not limited by a professor, but it's not improbable that you will be a team of one, especially if you're interested in being a UX researcher. One of the comforts of academic research is that you can always count on someone else for support, whether it's a professor slash principal investigator, graduate student, or undergraduate researcher. In industry research, if you are the lone researcher at your company, you have to be incredibly conscientious about seeking the support of other researchers at other companies and educating yourself by reading books, watching videos, and attending conferences. Academic research is heavily dependent on secondary research, especially literature reviews and industry research is not. Does this mean that academic researchers don't do primary research? No. Does this mean that industry researchers don't do literature reviews and secondary research? No. However, industry researchers, especially UX researchers, are more inclined to conduct primary research. My assumption is that industry research is typically customized to a particular product or service, so such a highly specific body of literature likely does not already exist. Regardless of research type, findings and insights from industry research likely stay within the confines of the company. However, it is very common for market and consumer research studies to be released to the public. Think Nielsen or Kantar, for example. If these findings are being released to the public, then the public is the audience. But if your industry research insights stay in-house, your audience is the internal stakeholders at your company. 
Think management, product managers, engineers, designers, sales, and marketing, for example. Another characteristic of industry research is that there is no ethical governing body like the IRB. Industry researchers don't have standardized ethical boundaries to work within. The dangers of this are obvious. Risk of violating participant privacy, risk of asking inappropriate questions, and risk of inflicting psychological harm. The closest I've gotten to an ethical governing body as a UX researcher is in-house counsel. I have consulted with in-house counsel to get NDA and consent to record templates to administer to participants before conducting research. Lastly, I think that it's harder to break into industry research, especially UX research. If you listen to enough episodes of this podcast, you will hear me acknowledge this. It is not easy to become a UX researcher. Where are the UX research internships? Where are the entry-level, associate-level UX research jobs? I don't know. Market research, however, seems to be a little bit more penetrable than UX research. Academic research is more accessible, especially at universities where there is high research activity because, especially for undergrads, there is no expectation that you have research experience. My alma mater constantly had calls for undergraduate research assistants, especially in sociology, psychology, and anthropology. Both academic and industry research have quite a bit in common as well. As someone who's existed in both spaces, I appreciate that both types of research are rewarding. There's something gratifying about planning a project, having hypotheses, and testing them with research. It's like solving a crime or unearthing an ancient tomb. Both types of research have a strong commitment to documentation. Maybe it's a research plan, NDA, customer journey map, field notes, or recordings of testing sessions. Regardless of the document, both academic and industry researchers value codified plans, notes, and findings. Both types of research can be limited by money. For academic researchers, it's grants and institutional funding. For industry researchers, it's department budget. Being restricted by money is something any researcher can probably relate to. Earlier in this episode, I mentioned using academic research as a foundation into industry research. How did I cross the bridge from academic to industry research? How did I go from being an undergraduate research assistant to being a full-time UX researcher? While in college, I had a mentor who was a UX researcher, so she gave me perspective as to what I could expect as a UX researcher. I also maximized the resume and cover letter review services at my university's career center. Most importantly, I analyzed the full-time jobs I applied to and tried to match my academic research skill set to the requested skill set. For example, if I was applying for a UX research associate role that required survey research, I identified times when I conducted survey research as an academic researcher and included those experiences on my resume. As you make this transition, it is critical to have a competent and reliable support system. It never occurred to me as a college student to seek out and hire a career coach to spend one-on-one time with me to help professionalize me as a researcher. In hindsight, a career coach who successfully transitioned from academic to industry research would have helped me tremendously. Having someone workshop my resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, and research portfolio would have been wonderful. The Yizzy Research Coaching Program is intended for aspiring UX researchers who have some research experience. In addition to workshopping your resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, and research portfolio, as a coach, I conduct a mock interview with you, analyze your dream jobs, 
and create a career map just for you. It is a phenomenal investment to get this help from someone that knows what to expect. Learn more at yizzyresearch.com. This was a thorough episode. I cover what industry research and academic research entail and how you can pivot from one of them to the other. Remember that this is based on my experience transitioning from academic to industry research, so it's unique to me, but hopefully you found something helpful for you. If you missed anything, don't worry. The episode notes can be found on yizzyresearch.com. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or if you are looking to hire someone to help you understand your users and your customers, visit yizzyresearch.com. Follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Yizzy Research. That's Y-Z-Z-I Research. Bye for now.